this week, Taylor Slithering Snake <laughs> Becky with the good lies, Allison Swift, celebrated her 27th birthday and was greeted by tons of birthday wishes. And also one shady message came her way. One of Taylor's many exes, John Mayer, tweeted, Tuesday, December 13th, maybe the lamest day of the year <laughs> conceptually, before deleting it once his followers put two and two together. John, December 13th must not be that lame of a day since you dated it for four months when you were 32 and the day was still in her teenage years. John, December 13th must not be the lame day since you didn't think she was too young to be messed with. John, December 13th must not be that lame of a day since you're still talking about it seven years later. John, get a grip, get a life, and focus on your career. This is the Extra Extra Podcast. Welcome back to the Extra Extra Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Esparza. And I'm Julian Gonzalez. Uh, this podcast, we talk about pop culture, wonderful celebrity uh, news, gossip, things like that. We're very sorry we, we weren't here last week. Yes. It's all bad. Julian's fault. <laughs> well, because you couldn't switch your schedule yeah. like I could do this week. I can't believe Taylor Swift is 27. I can't believe that she's that young. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I can't believe she's getting older. I just can't believe, like, that she's been around so long and she's only 27. I feel like she was 19 when she when Kanye went up there. She must have been. Must've she been. was. Guys, yeah, we're all was. getting so old. I know, because to me, like I feel like Taylor Swift is 40 at this point. No. I still Just because like she's been around forever. Yeah. I yeah. I mean she's only like a year older than me, but she needs to start acting it. But so does John Mayer. That sounds so crazy to yeah. me. How old is he? He's like 40. He's and like he's almost 40. Still bullying her on Twitter. Yeah. John. Literally, like, focus on your career or do some, <laughs> open a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, like a, a guitar-themed restaurant or something. You know what? He should open... You know what he should do, actually, I think? Okay, I love this idea. He should buy Guitar Center, oh but God. then turn Guitar Center into, like, a, a restaurant, restaurant slash guitar instrument place, but, like, everything is served, like, on guitar. All the on plates guitars. are on guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, didn't he date Katy Perry? No, he's not dating Katy Perry right now. Well, Orlando Bloom no, is Orlando, dating Katy Perry. But I think he also did date Katy Perry. Yeah, so. And Jessica Simpson. Oh, yeah. You know, he was the original, um... Fuckboy. Who's the Spanish one that was dating everyone? Oh, Wilma Revolta. Yeah. Um, uh, no one remembers him. <laughs> <laughs> they all dated the same girls. Yeah, under all underage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Taylor, happy birthday. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that you're so old now. <laughs> I love that 27 is old. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I hope you uh, mature. <laughs> yeah, Taylor. Today we are joined by extra special guest, Allison Spence Brown. <laughs> Hello. Thank you guys for having me on the show. I've been excited. Yes, wanting thank to you so much for coming. Great. We've been wanting you forever. Yeah, we're very glad to get you. We finally thank snagged you, you for being here. I feel like we're both playing hard to get. I've been wanting to do this forever. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's well. all we do here. <laughs> so let's get into our first segment, top five. Now, these are the top five stories of the week, according to me, because my opinion is the only one that matters. Sure. Great. Okay, shameless star Emmy Rossum is oh, sick yes. and tired of making less than her male co-star, William H. Macy. So she's finally doing something about it and making a statement. Uh -oh. Okay, so Rossum is reportedly locked into a contract dispute with show producers over her salary after seven seasons spent earning 
are um, spent earning significantly less than Macy, while producers are said to have already agreed to offer her the same salary as Macy going forward. Mm-hmm. Rossum is holding out for more money to make up for the previous years <gasps> oh, of pay disparity. My- God. I love it. I love this. I love this. A source close to the series said that the network and studio are clearly acknowledging her importance to the show by offering her equal pay. Um, It hasn't um, even been contemplated doing the show without her, the source said. Well, luckily, they understood the worth of a woman, and she must have gotten what she was asking for because she did confirm a few days ago that she would be returning for season eight. Yes, all women. Wow. I love it. Did you hear what William H. Macy said about it when he was interviewed? Yeah, you did. Yeah. What did he say? uh, They asked him what he thought about it, and he goes, it's about fucking time. Oh, wow. And then he said, she's better than anyone on the show. Wow. Well, where was he? Yeah, where Where were you for the last seven years? Where was he when she was getting less than him? Where were you, William? William. You know what? I did see him and his lovely wife, Felicity Huffman, and their children at Hugo's, my favorite restaurant one time, and I was freaking out. I'm pretty sure I I saw him at Franklin and Co one time you know what they're just all around these streets mm-hmm. you know what i love that um the show was even contemplating not going forward with the show if she didn't sign on so i love that 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 they understood how much value she is to the show and i do like that she said you know what i am making the same amount now but let me make up for the past of not getting paid i've been watching amount. a lot of judge judy this week a lot of judge judy huh. And I'm pretty sure Judge Judy would have said, you agreed to that amount earlier and, you know, you can't make up for lost time. But it's great if they did give it to her. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, oh, it's great that they they matched her salary with like, mm-hmm. Reese's. I don't watch the show. No, I don't she's know. like the glue of the show. Is she? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. The show revolves around her character basically because weren't they going to like kill him off a few seasons At ago at a certain point yeah he had cancer what if William H. Macy isn't even making the most on the show <laughs> it's like <laughs> the kids <laughs> the kids <laughs> <laughs> it's like a secret they're like don't tell her yeah, yeah. don't tell her <laughs> <laughs> but this is good you know what obviously we're still um, not um, at the same at the right um, part of history where um, all women are making the same but at least this is one big step for her mm-hmm Definitely. Yeah, publicizing it, making mm-hmm. it known that it can happen. Yes, and you know what? Hold out. And you know what? This is not going to happen to everyone. You know, you may get fired by saying, you know, I want to hold out for more. But you know what? Stand by your laurels. So yeah. I like this Well, story. yeah, with Jennifer Lawrence now mm-hmm. and Emmy Rossum, I feel like they're going to like hear that, see what Hollywood's doing, and, mm-hmm. and feel more confident stepping in and yeah. saying, give me more. Okay, the revamped season of America's Next Top Model aired this week, and there was a lot of diversity on the show. There were models of all ethnicities, and they even had a trans model. But where were the curvy models was asking Orange is the New Black's Danielle Brooks, who felt that um, there wasn't enough representation of curvy girls on the show. Quote, this is not a bashing of any sort, but an observation that wouldn't allow me to hold my tongue. As a plus woman, being seen only 1% of the time is a real thing, period. After watching America's Next Top Model last night, I was very excited to see my girl Ashley Graham, but bummed out not to see any plus contestants. A curvy judge, but no curvy contestants? Out of all 24 girls, not one was plus. You had an Asian, African, redhead, transgender, androgynous sister, even twins, but not (laughs) one. Oh my god. But not one there are twins. But not I one know, plus sized not, woman. I'm not laughing at that. Yeah. You're making it up. One <laughs> <laughs> one of these things does not uh Yeah, one of them's not belong. diverse. <laughs> um 
Um, but not one plus-size woman when 67% of women are plus in the United States. They could have highlighted the struggles that come with being plus. The plus competitor would have been able to learn on the fact that a reflection of herself, Ashley Graham, was in the room reminding her that her dreams are possible. Tyre Banks has always promoted inclusion and has made people acknowledge different types of beautiful over the years. So since she's working behind the scenes as an, as an executive producer, perhaps she will be sure to include more Curvy Girls next season. Now, who said this? Danielle Brooks from Orange. Did she apply Black. and not get it? Is that why she's <laughs> making such a fuss about it? No, but we know that she is... Um, uh, she was a model this year for Lane Bryant mm-hmm. for the curvy. What, yeah. what is the 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 season of Top Model? Like, it's just the one with Rita Ora. You mean what number? Or like twenty three? Is it themed? There's no theme. It's just like they've the never. Theme. If they have like special right plus size model versions of America's Next Top Model, oh, they've no, never had it. I mean, there was one. There's always like it. every few seasons they'll throw in a plus size. Oh, Takara, Takara, Whitney, yeah, okay. Whitney, the plus size girl, one season ten. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Mm. They'll put like a girl that's like a size six and call her plus size. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. So you know I do understand where Danielle's coming from because she is saying that you know as a plus mm-hmm. girl we want to see that. So I do like that she's speaking out. What I would like more is if Ashley Graham, who's actually on the panel as a plus model, would mm-hmm. speak out and say, you know what, yeah. this wasn't so. Because hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering the season where they had short people. Right? Yeah, thirteen. Okay. I'm sorry, I can I can name every season in order. In <laughs> I know. I'm not challenging you. I'm not challenging you. <laughs> but yeah, I like that she's like all listing a bunch of people and then yeah. she says twins. twins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. Uh, I'm sh- okay. You know, because twin twin models are watching TV, they want to be included. Because <laughs> <laughs> these girls literally like they like like audition together, like so walking so around the together. If one gets eliminated, does the other get eliminated? No, it's a package deal. I wish it now was now. I'd understand no. if they were Siamese twins. Yeah, yeah. I'd it's the girls from that show where, where they're like connected by the where they have the head. What was that reality show where the the two twin oh, girls, the oh. Siamese sisters, were like I remember. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Are they the head or the, the they torso? Have torso. Torso, they right? Share the same torso, just yeah. Heads. Okay, that's what it was. It was, uh, I forget what it was. Um, yeah, I remember it was on TLC. Do yeah. you think that they thought, oh, twins together, like if we put them in the same <laughs> thing, like that's our plus size? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, two, maybe, because <laughs> I mean, two of them together would have been happier. Oh, when's the last time they had a plus size model? Um, I know, like a few seasons ago, they had a girl they called plus size, but she was like a size six or something. They should just have a season. But they've had twins before. They should just have a season where it's all plus size models. You know what, Tyra? If you're listening, let's have a season where it's all plus size models. Have Takara come back. Oh, as a judge. Oh, she could be the host. As a judge. Push over Rita Ora. (laughs) It would be Tyra in a fat suit from her (laughs) from her talk show. It's too funny. Okay, well, Mindy Kaling feels <laughs> slightly less A-list among her Ocean's 8 co-stars. Quote, with that group oh of God. women, I've never felt so unfamous in my life, Kaling Can said. Can we please talk about this? But please, I, I can't wait. Okay. I like, out the cast. I'm so ready to talk We about reported that. the cast a, f- a few weeks ago. Did we? Yes. Oh, I forget. <laughs> Quote, with that group of women, I've never felt so unfamous in my life, Kayling said. Like, I thought I was pretty cool. I have my own show. People think I'm Sandra Bullock's assistant. And they're like, get out of the way. We need to bring Sandra her matcha tea. (laughs) I'm like, I'm in a scene with her. I'm not her assistant. Then I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll give her her matcha tea. Might as well. She went on to recall a recent hilarious interaction with the paparazzi. Quote, it's interesting because... 
there's so much paparazzi there for Rihanna. There's movie, TV famous, and then there's international pop star famous, which is a, a whole other level. We shoot a scene, all eight of us together recently, and when we walked outside, there were this huge group of paparazzi. I was talking to Anne Hathaway, and Rihanna was uh, kind of behind us, and there was a sea of paparazzi taking photos and everything like that. I was feeling kind of cool and famous. Then Rihanna took a left to her trailer, which was not in the same direction that me and Anne were going, and the paparazzi left so quickly. <laughs> I'm wearing a gorgeous coat outfit. Oh I'm showing a lot of leg, expensive shoes. Anne's wearing a le uh, leopard coat, she said. Rihanna's wearing a full parka and baggy jeans. <laughs> they shoved me out of the way to get to her. Get out of the way, Sandra Bullock's assistant. We want to talk to Rihanna. Well, at least she still has her sense of humor. humor. Yeah. She's probably the funniest one on there. Yeah. Just kidding, but Anne Hathaway yeah. probably yeah. thinks she's the funniest. <laughs> but Aquafina's really the funniest. I can't believe. I, I thought it was a bit because we were talking about yeah. this. And someone said Aquafina. And I said, Aquafina from, Girl Code? Yes, from Girl Code? That is so crazy. That is so nutso to me. But this cast seems so... Um, out of sorts. It does, because I'm like, Sandra Bullock, okay, great. She's I love her. She's mm -hmm. an award, uh, uh, an Oscar award winner. Yeah. Kate Blanchett, why is she doing this? Yes, she's an Oscar award winner. That's great. Anne Hathaway, that's great. Then Rihanna? That's so odd. She, she was in Battleship. I was about to say, that's the, that last thing she was in was Battleship. And no, she was in that voiceover one with the black girl. Doesn't matter. Yeah. She was in Battleship, okay? And then we have Helena Bottom Carter, who's just like a cartoon character, right? Or mm -hmm. she's just like does, a squiggle. She on does a like piece of claymation, paper. which is that's kind of <laughs> odd. Uh, and then, yeah, Mindy Kaling, I'm like, that. That's so weird. And then Aquafina. Relief, you know. Then why is I? I don't. This is so funny. Let's pitch other women who should be. I like to be honest. I like this casting. I don't like that they have to do an all-female cast yeah. of an already made franchise. Like I don't get why we couldn't just get a whole new franchise. I like, think that's uh, my problem with it. The next one should be Allison Stoner, the little dancer from the Missy <gasps> Elliott. Oh. <laughs> uh, Bindi Irwin, Steve you Irwin. Just want all, you, want all, you want all children? I think Brie Larson should have been in this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she's a good actor. Yeah, Brie Larson. They have maybe. their good actors. They're good actors. You know, where's like. Lucy Liu? Where's Lucy Liu? Oh, no, she got replaced by Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> the younger Asian. That, yeah. Like, can we not get some cupcake in here? I would love like one cameo from New York. That's all I need. <laughs> one little cameo. That's all I ask. You know, Lady Gaga's clawing her way to get on this yeah. fucking movie. She's gonna be like a cabaret singer. Yeah, she's like, can I do the like, theme song? They're like, no. Slowly putting her head in frame. Yeah, this is. I mean, I can't wait to see who else will be attached to this movie. But yeah, sorry, Mindy Kaling. I guess I don't know, but I'm sure she's used to it by now. I read her book. She's yeah. like always been like kind of like the underdog, but. You know, she's gonna be like the best part of the movie. Yeah, she's very. I think she's very funny. She'll be the standout. Uh, but she's not used to be... I mean, she wouldn't want to be bombarded by paparazzi, yeah. I feel. She probably says she does, like, as a joke, but nobody wants that. That's why Rihanna's, like, dressing down, is to, like, avoid the paparazzi. Yeah. Plus, you know, I mean, if we're going to be honest, if I'm walking down the street and there's Rihanna or Mindy... I'm running towards Rihanna, sorry. Like, You're going to get more money. I want Rihanna to hit me in the head with a mic, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm just waiting for the Rihanna to hit me. That mean that that is basically a sign that yeah. you've made it. If Rihanna a paparazzi hits you. photo of Rihanna, twenty five thousand dollars. Paparazzi of Minnie Kaling, twenty five dollars, twenty five cents. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tokyo Tony is just like us, you guys. Okay, poor <laughs> Black China's mom um, took to Instagram to let everyone know that she's been hospitalized after passing out. <laughs> 
<laughs> reminds me of Safari from I Love Money when she fake passed out. <laughs> this is better. Okay. Um, in the now deleted post, Tony says people like Wendy Williams are responsible for stressing her out. Quote, I was hospitalized yesterday due to exhaustion and anxiety. I want people to know that I'm going to be okay. Sometimes the best of us go through things as this. It's not going to stop me. Wendy Williams has stressed me as well as this li- this thing called, quote, life. I just, oh thank- <laughs> I just thank God it wasn't a heart attack. And then in another post, Tony revealed that she doesn't have enough money to pay for her medication. Quote, I don't have enough money to pay for my medicine. <laughs> So I gotta, um, I gotta get out here and grind it up. It came um, out to three hundred and nineteen dollars for my meds because of no insurance. Darn me! And my husband should have stayed together at least for the insurance. Laughing my ass off. Um, she also revealed um, that um, she only had one hundred ninety-eight dollars in her bank account, but her team got her meds, and she didn't even ask. She'd rather croak first and ask for help. Oh my God. God, she's like a Facebook aunt, like yeah. oversharing. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is because uh, at least once a week, Wendy drags Black China on the show. I think that's why oh. it's stressing her out. Oh. But also, like <laughs> Tokyo Tony, Black China is your daughter, which means Rob Kardashian is your uh, soon to be son in law, which means that Chris Jenner is your sister in law. Ask Chris for some money. Uh, so she, she would never. Honestly, do that. say, Chris, I'll clean your house to be no, in, in the background of the show. It's, can I get some of those royalties? She is not allowed on that show. You know, she got, there's a specific clause. No Tokyo Tony. <laughs> she'll get a she'll get a a, a spin off on the TV Guide channel. Yeah, <laughs> like. The, <laughs> like Wilson Phillips. <laughs> you know what, Tony? Uh, let's think of shows that you could do. I really would love, you know, a Tokyo Tony um, house remodeling show like Vanilla Ice. No, did he do one? Yes. Oh my god. You know, now that the 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 flipping uh, flipper flopper. Oh, okay, but I'm saying someone needs to replace them. I'm thinking Tokyo Tony and Black China. Oh my They could gosh. come in, she has you know. Enough on her plate. They could come in. They could be called like the World Sisters or whatever, and <laughs> re- renovate houses or whatever. They could turn like um, whore houses into mm-hmm. you know sorority ho- sorority houses or something. I don't know Tokyo Tony. I mean, you could open a restaurant like I would say, tell everyone. <laughs> I would love the Tokyo Tony restaurant. Can you you say that about everyone. But it would be a look. It would be a fusion restaurant because like. It would be a mixture of you soul know food soul and food <laughs> and then like sushi. <laughs> that sounds terrible and uh, impossible. How about <laughs> like a buffet? Lamb sushi. Just that's. Not, I mean, I don't like lamb, but I've never had it. But a lamb. You sushi. like <laughs> lamb, but you've never had it. I, said, I don't oh, like it. I don't. Oh, like I thought it. you said you like lamb. No, you, you know, lamb it. sushi. That sounds exotic. And <laughs> Tokyo Tony. That's an exotic name. I would call it Tokyo Tony's Tokyo restaurant. <laughs> don't take advice. Tokyo Tony's it. Tokyo Hotel. No. no. I think she'd have a better shot at the TV Guide channel show. <laughs> like you could combine it's it. just her. It's just her telling you what shows are on. It's like her point. It's, you know, like the little square on the TV channel. She's like pointing at the, you know, like it's like the weather map. Let's be honest. She'll like, be lucky or glad if she gets a web series. <laughs> like on Funnier, Funnier Die. Die. <laughs> she gets it on College Humor. She's going to get a call back. Sorry, uh, on a side note, you know, me and my sisters must have been retarded growing up. Because, oh, we, I can't say that word. But you know what I mean? Like, but we used to watch the TV Guide channel as an actual show like before they even had the things playing in the corner uh-huh. like we would just sit there watching what would be playing and just for like 
hours. We'd just be like, oh, look what's on that channel. Oh, look what's on that channel. Oh, my God. look. Oh, look again. It's on that channel. We'd just be sitting there always just. Them? No, but we're just so interested that I there's remember so much when, things playing that we would just be watching. The I remember TV when guy we used to have scrolling. to watch the scrolling <laughs> thing, you know, to see what was on yeah. TV. Um, I don't miss that. Yeah. Or like when you call for the uh, yeah. the temperature. You know what I'm talking about? Not about that. I just that? know about calling to get directed to like, like you call for one. Like, um, hi, can you get um, connected to the the closest flower shop? I remember you, you yeah. could call to find out what time exactly it was. Yeah. yeah. And on that, you could get the, at least in Liberty, Missouri, mm-hmm. you could get the temperature. Oh. And I would just call like four times in an hour because mm-hmm. I wanted to make phone calls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Do you remember the... The yellow pages. I loved looking through the yellow they pages. They still have them. I know, but now you don't need it with the internet. I know, but nope. they still send them. You can still, yeah, hoard those babies. Yeah, I know, no, but I just liked like because before the internet, when you would have to look like, okay, let me call. It's always flower shop because I was always <laughs> trying. To, we were always buying flowers from them. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> it was the closest thing to walk to was the flower shop. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, a man. Okay, this is my favorite story. This really is number five, number one at the top fives because this is my favorite story. <laughs> been going in reverse. Yeah, a man who has been harassing Ariana Grande has reportedly pled guilty. Now, to me, none of this sounds like harassment. It sounds like true love. So, I mean, Ariana, <laughs> I think. Um, took a little too far but timothy uh, normandin pled guilty to criminal harassment after being accused of sending grande a series of bizarre gifts including a 42 pound pumpkin oh <laughs> a 200 dollars ankle bracelet oh eight yankee candles <laughs> dog and cat calendars and a rock from the white mountains of new hampshire now to me this sounds like a character for your mom real i mean honestly i'm like who who like what is the connection between any of that? I know, stuff? but and to me, it's all. Oh, you could send like me. A treasure you map. could send me a forty-two pound pumpkin. You could send me the ankle bracelet. You. The, I, I like love it's candles. Like, <laughs> feels like a national treasure type. Like, yeah. Hunt though, like <laughs> that. The level of odd. Uh, yeah. Specifics there. It's like he was. He heard probably Ariana Grande say one time, "Pumpkin." Oh, <laughs> she loves pumpkin. <laughs> So, um, Normandin was also said to have traveled to New York City, or sorry, New York and Connecticut in hopes of speaking to Grande. Oh Authorities discovered he was stalking and harassing the pop star for nearly three years. Oh, no. Normandin was ordered to serve three years of probation and to continue mental health counseling after it was uh, revealed in court that he had been diagnosed with delu- um, delusional disorder and paranoia. He has also been ordered to stay away from drugs and alcohol and to remain in the state of Massachusetts. No. If Normandin tries to reach out to Grande or her family, he will face uh, possible jail time. Oh my God. And you know what, Normandin? I don't see anything wrong with this, to be honest. I would love for someone to send me gifts and travel <laughs> out of their way to meet me. So you can go ahead and stalk me. I won't even call it stalking. I'll just call it my... You could, you could, I'll call you my best friend. <laughs> now, you, he was also said to write her poems on Facebook. God. You could write me poems. You could reach out to my family. Hell, we could even FaceTime, Normandin. Oh I don't even care. I love... I love you, Normandin. <laughs> oh my God. You should get in touch with him. I know, really, but he's in Massachusetts. <laughs> That's like on the opposite side of the country. He probably like, fly you over no, there. No, he has to be stuck. Oh, I'm not going to Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> he, if he flew you out, you wouldn't go? No, if he flew to me. But he can't leave Massachusetts. <laughs> you know what? I think that he'd be a really nice pen pal. Yeah, a nice pen pal or something. He just needs something to do. He just needs a friend. Like, Ariana, she, Ariana she, like, at least he didn't shoot you like poor Christina Grimmies that the fan went and shot her. Oh Selena. R.I.P. Or Selena. Gomez. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really hit, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think she used that pumpkin? 
She probably, I'm telling you, everything that was sent was probably received by her assistant. So it's like she probably doesn't even know. I, she, she could probably, if a, I'm imagining a 40 foot two pound pumpkin. It would be the same size as her. So I know. No, she like, could live in it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a new house. Oh my God. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's like the old woman living it's in the like shoe. It's like the James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> Ariana and the Giant, giant Pumpkin! pumpkin. <laughs> You gotta write that. I'll write that up. I'll write that right up. I have no problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so stupid. I hated that movie. Which one? James and the, the Giant Peach. Yeah, I didn't like it, it either. It was spooky for hated, like yeah. a kid. I don't know. <clears throat> hated it. Okay, so um, every podcast we like to interview our guest about um, a celebrity that they love and idolize. Very well, before getting this. into this, I really just have a quick question. Is there any in any part of history? Um, a celebrity feud or scandal that really spoke to you, something that you you remember of that anything. Remember it doesn't have to be related to your art, to, to your celebrity. To my person. God, uh, a feud <laughs> or like a scandal. A scandal. I I'm trying to think. The stuff that sticks out to me is like when there for a hot second no one was no one was wearing underwear for a oh, while yes <laughs> i just yeah I isn't know. that still going on probably um <clears throat> i don't know why it spoke to me like i i would like be very curious mm-hmm. about which women were not wearing underwear mm-hmm. and like if that meant i shouldn't be wearing underwear yeah. because the big or uh the big ones were britney spears Lindsay, 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 Paris and Paris Hilton. Hilton. Yeah, and then there was the Miley Cyrus thing not that long ago. It makes me sound like a creep. That's not even like the part <laughs> yeah. of it that I you were just wondering, like, as a woman, like, like, should you are wear we underwear? Okay to do this now? <laughs> yeah, it's more so, especially like being body positive. I was yeah. like, maybe I should jump on this train. Uh, <laughs> but I that, think back then that was the quickest way to get on the cover of anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm wondering, like, what today? Because I feel like that happens all the time now, like mm-hmm. wardrobe malfunctions on the red mm-hmm. carpet, and then what happened no not too cares. long ago, like a few weeks ago, with um. It wasn't Chrissy Teigen, but it was some someone of that caliber. Where on the red carpet, the way their dress was cut, they couldn't wear any underwear, mm-hmm. uh, and like the w- gust gust of wind blew by, uh, and like. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, everyone remembers a Tara Reid. Oh moment, my God! Right? But when it her boob yeah, yeah. Her boob was just out for a good <laughs> thirty minutes. <laughs> That's what happens when you get botched surgery and you have no like yeah. filling left in your tissue. Oh, Plus, she was wearing that like fur. I like, know, little and just like. <laughs> Real messy hair. She looked drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You really, know, she was really, living her life. You know, it really ended her. I've been there before. I'm sure <laughs> I've given that same look to someone <laughs> <laughs> with my fake fur. Yeah. Like well, hers was real. Right. <laughs> I'm that was her saying, dog. That was her dog. Oh my <laughs> I was like, it's Terry. Is it real fur? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we can help. Okay, so who is the celebrity that you wanted to talk about today. <laughs> okay, well, this might not work for this format, but <laughs> Julian got in contact with me and said, who's your favorite celebrity? Mm-hmm. And I know who my favorite celebrity is, but he's very obscure. Uh, his name is Chris Thiele. He's uh, like a mandolin player who's the best in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now he took What reality show is he on? Uh, <laughs> is he a judge on one of those? No, but he <laughs> runs a Prairie Home Companion. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's something NPR. I know. Lindsay Lohan was in Prairie Home no. Companion. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's not what we're talking I about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, <clears throat> I love him. I could have picked somebody else that I have like stories about, but he's just 
was my first celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. He's like when I found out his band was reuniting, I ran through the streets of New York <laughs> sobbing. Uh, so I just have a very soft spot in my heart for him. He's by far the best musician mm-hmm. I've ever seen play. So I was reading his profile on prairiehome.org, the okay. website for his thing, for his uh, show, Prairie Home Companion. Sure. And um, one thing that stood out is that, you know, um, they say he's a highly acclaimed musician for of his generation. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, he's like one of the best mandolinists. Mm-hmm. And I like that idea that he had gone on to the show at 15. Oh, as yeah. A guest. Prairie Home Companion. As a guest. Yes, okay. as a guest, as one of the, um, a remarkable young artist. And then he's come back all these years later, all these years later and is now the host. The host. I love yeah. that, like, oh. circle. That's yeah. very interesting to me. And cool. also it says that um, you were talking about the band, um, re, what do you call it? Uh, re, they got back together. Getting back together. <laughs> I was like, is there a one? And the band or? is a brother-sister duo that helped train him, right? Yeah. That's the band so you're talking they, about? they met back in California, even though they're all like country musicians. They met in Oceanside, California at this weird little bluegrass space where they would go and watch shows with their parents when they were like 12. And, uh, Somehow just connected the sister, Sarah Watkins, plays the fiddle, and her brother plays guitar. And so they were a three-person band. Uh, Started touring, doing festivals and stuff. And then uh, their families moved them both to Kentucky so they could keep doing more of it. Uh, Yeah, but they've been playing together since they were teenagers, and now they're like 40. (coughs) And they did take like a... I remember when they broke up, I think it was in like 2006... It was, like, devastating to me. Did you drop out of school? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was probably, like, like, because that was when I was wearing, like, too much eyeliner. I was in, like, ninth grade, and I was probably just, like, I'm pissed and punk about bluegrass music yeah. for some reason. But uh, never thought they would get back together, and they just released an album last year, which was fun. But his my favorite Chris Thiele stuff is he he does a lot of really cool solo covers of, like, indie songs and like rock songs uh like stroke songs and stuff and also he has this like (laughs) alt bluegrass band called (laughs) the punch (laughs) brothers who are amazing and they've like across the board he's won grammys and stuff oh a grammy winner i'm interested now yeah no he's (laughs) (laughs) he's the the grammy winners that they don't um uh show on tv he's the (laughs) Honestly, it's the category ones. that they don't show. No, or like when they win record of the year, and it's like, who the fuck is this yeah. person? Esperanza Spalding. <laughs> I wrote down the Grammys that he's gotten. He's gotten four Grammys. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's coming for you. Yes. Yeah. With his tiny little mandolin. Uh, yeah, but he's won for like best bluegrass album, best contemporary folk album, another best folk album, and then best contemporary mm. instrumental album. Wow, so he's like at the top of his game in his mm-hmm. league. He's like, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, but out of all that, what is it really that you love about him? Like, is it just his um, artistship? His um, is that the yeah. word artistship? Artistry. Be one. Artistry. <laughs> <laughs> love Aesthetic. It. I think you were combining. He two puts words. the ship in artistship. <laughs> <laughs> sail away. Come sail away. <laughs> is it his work? Is it his look? Are you enamored? What is it about him um, that really speaks to you, like, that you, like, love him as your favorite celebrity? He's someone that you tune in every night to listen to his 
you know, Prairie Home radio show. Yeah, I mean, like, I like him on Prairie Home Companion, but that's, like, not the thing that I love him for, if that makes sense. I just really, his songwriting is amazing. Mm -hmm. He writes just, like, beautiful, beautiful music, and then the the lyrics are always, like, gut-wrenching, too. And uh, what do I love about him? I've just, I've never seen anyone play an instrument like he can play an instrument. The mandolin's so hard to play. Uh, It's, like double stringed like a fiddle and then for every pick that you pick you have to do an up pick too so it's down up down up so anytime you hear it go fast hands are flying yeah you know? and you know i need to i need to have done more homework i need to have, have listened to his work <laughs> but my question oh, i have another question too yeah. i have so many questions okay so you had mentioned that you were in a family band mm-hmm. with your family now is it was is this a similar type of music you guys are doing is that why you look to him as uh, like well, someone you yeah. Like? So it kind of goes back a little further. Like my whole family's super musical. My mom and dad met when they were in a band together, and uh, my dad used to tour with Willie Nelson as his mm. pedal steel wow. guitarist. So we're super bluegrass uh, country, and we it wasn't to the extent of like what Nickel Creek was doing. His first band, mm-hmm. we weren't. We were playing like town fairs and mm. like just around. Kansas City and stuff, never anything too crazy. At weddings, at all of that stuff, but it was uh, a fun little ensemble because I have a sister and a mom who have beautiful voices. So mm-hmm. we were like learning harmony parts when we were like two, and little, it was kind of creepy, probably. <laughs> you know, little matching outfits, dancing and like singing in perfect harmony. That as sounds children. very cute. I know, I that like it. Great. I, I, mean, I, I hated each thing. other. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 we hated doing things together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember the first time I saw Chris Thiele, though, was on a... S- we put CMT music videos mm-hmm. on in the morning while I was getting ready for school, and this song called The Lighthouse, like which was their first like big mainstream hit in country, came on, and it was just this like gloomy like Rhode Island yeah. law, like lighthouse, and it was a song about someone dying, but I remember just being like, hubba, hubba. <laughs> like, <laughs> who is that? Awkward, blanky <laughs> piece of meat. Uh, so that was when it really took over. I like Nickel Creek, and then I liked mm. Nickel Creek. Have that. you ever met this person? It seems like oh. very ex- he's very accessible and easy <laughs> to meet. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the circle you were in. <laughs> Maybe. Um, no, I haven't. I've seen him perform okay. uh, two solo shows, mm. and then uh, with his band Punch Brothers, mm-hmm. I've seen him perform. And the first time, I should have talked to him because mm. it was like a tiny little like 50-person venue wow. in New York. And by far, my f- date and I were 20 years younger than mm, anyone else mm. that was there. Oh, mm. And we were like 10 feet from the stage. Because I think in New York, people are like, mm, I don't care about bluegrass. Yeah, we're in LA. Diplo. Yeah. Or theater. <laughs> <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. Nini in Cinderella. She is in Cinderella? She was the like evil stepmom for a while. Oh my God, <gasps> really? Yeah, Cinderella. And she was also in um, Chicago. And she was also in... Well, well like, you know what? You, that, I will move to New York and pursue that. <laughs> <laughs> that. And she's like, what, 50? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and she used to be a stripper. <laughs> Just for her husband. Don't get no, it she, out of context. No, she used to actually be a stripper. Really? Yes, that's, uh, that's how she met her husband in the, in the strip the club. path one of us needs to take. Oh. He he, he found her at the strip club and, really? and saved her life. Yes, because she was she a single mother. Did she admit to this? Yes, so on Greg, the on the first season of Atlanta Housewives, she Greg said it. Isn't her 
his son? The oldest one, no. Do you know the one that has the grand, the grandchildren? Yeah. That like the children making her the grandma is her son and grandkids. Now, obviously, Greg has adopted him properly as yeah. his own. So, oh, very interesting. Yes. So you've never met this person? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, but I've been in like small venues where he's mm-hmm. playing, in which I had like. You gotta a, build up that confidence and go talk to him. I was. Can so you imagine the duet, Allison and? Chris, <laughs> the little the little band. You could be like the next. Um, she and him. No, yeah, but what was the one? Jenny and Johnny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Milo Kylie. Yeah, they're, they're offshoot. I mean, Chris, if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I. The reason after his last show that I saw him in like a month ago, I went with my sister, and it was in New fun. York or here. In here, and it was a small venue, and there were like a ton of people there, but he. It was like him gearing up for. Prairie Home Companion. So mm. he was bringing guests on the show. He let Nick Kroll was there doing stand up and like fun different bluegrass acts. And every single guest was a man. Mm. And I was just sitting there like seething mm-hmm. and then seething more. And then like so angry. And like I went home and I like wrote a long letter about like why this isn't okay. And if you need like if you need suggestions of funny women or women who can sing, I'll send you a list of like 150 girls. Me, 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 me. Yeah, me, 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 My sister, me, 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 me. Exactly. But I didn't send it because I was like, I didn't know. You should have sent it because he doesn't know. That's why he hasn't done better. Can we get this to him right now? He probably responds to every single email and letter. He probably still has a fan club. Guys, this guy is really famous in his <laughs> circle, okay? I know, we're just dragging this. I know, guy. I'm like, Chris, listen to this, but disregard what my friends are saying, because I love you. <laughs> no, Chris, I believe you're famous, but Chris, what I need you to do is get Allison oh and God, her sister what? on the show. He probably has a Google alert set to his name, <gasps> so this is going to come yes. out, and he's probably going to listen to it. And I'm going to use all the keywords, his name, Chris, Chris Theo, Chris Theo, uh, the Prairie All of his companion. bands, Prairie Home <laughs> Companion, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Now, Chris, oh, have you ever not worn underwear and shown it to the paparazzi? <laughs> now, that would put him on the list. Yeah, that would put him on put the him, map. Yeah, that yeah. would put him on the map. I'm just sure. saying, you would definitely win. Grant, you would definitely win. You would definitely win the album of the year if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need some type of. Can you imagine though if he was up against Beyonce's Lemonade and then he this won. year won? Oh, he ooh. Kanye would die. <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, Kanye wouldn't care anymore after Kanye wouldn't care anymore after Beyonce didn't reach out to Kim after the Paris attacks. Well, oof. Well, it, it, there's still p- time, right? <laughs> I, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, did you have any other notes? Well, I have notes. If about you want to talk about stuff about him, about, about him. him, what do you like? Read what kind of have. stuff do you want to know. know? I just wrote down the. He just had a baby last year. I knew that much. So Great. <sighs> Uh, I don't know what else would be fun to really mm. talk about. Uh, or we could just move on to the next segment. Yeah, if you <laughs> want. If you think I of mean, anything, then just yeah. bring it up. Okay, I'm like, I wrote stuff down, but like the coolest <laughs> thing to me, and this isn't like cool, but he won the MacArthur Genius Grant back in 2012 to make music with, which is like Wow, crazy. I don't know what that is, but that sounds yeah. very prestigious. No, it's like the most prestigious yeah. kind of award that you can get to grant you kind of doing something new if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So yeah. he got it for technology, he got it for music because he was very innovative okay. with what he's doing. Wow. He also has like a memory where you can hear like a song one time mm. like even if it's like a Bach, you know, uh-huh. something crazy and play it back to you perfectly. Well, we have a friend that I'm supposedly swimming. can uh, play music and all this stuff, and uh, she won't do a cover of a song I want because she can't figure out the chords. So Wait, maybe you have to go to Chris. I'm not going to say any names. Who? I'm not going to say any names. Who? I'm not going to say any names. 
But she won't play me my song that I really want her to do. I want her to do um, Ain't It Sad It's Over by LaBelle. Who is I'll it? I'll learn it for you. Just sing it. I told her she could do acapella. Oh, I think no. I'm, I'm, I'll learn it for you. I'll please. Because, I, like I mean, there is no guitar in it. She was trying to learn guitar. I'm like, just acapella for me. I love that song. That song makes me cry every time I hear okay. it. Well, I got to work on it then if I want to make please. you cry. I cry all the time. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, love stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and there he goes. He's crying. <laughs> oh, Julian. I mean, I cry behind closed doors. I don't let people oh see me cry. <laughs> okay, that's great. I can't wait to hear this cover of what is this song called? Ain't it sad? Okay, it's no one asked for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what do you want me to learn? I'll, I'll go for it, all right? Okay, now we're moving on to a segment I like to call J-Listed, uh, where I read off of a certain website and try to uh, translate it into my own words, rather than reading it straight from the website. Now, doesn't that sound fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Toby Maguire might be dating Demi Moore. Well, I failed already, because that's the title of the headline. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, isn't Toby married? Uh, let me see. Toby Maguire. I know he has children. Oh, no. Toby Maguire and Jennifer Meyer called it quits on their nine-year marriage almost two months ago. Wow. And he just went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> Demi Moore. No, I think that's an upgrade. That is actually age-appropriate, too, because he's in his 40s, right? He's older, I think. He's like 42, at I least. At least 42. I, when did Seabiscuit come out? Like 2001? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. I think he's at least Spider-Man, 42. Spider-Man he's at least 42. Like 2001. Yeah, um, I think so. That's actually very age appropriate for Demi. Yeah, uh, neither Toby nor Demi have confirmed they're doing anything with each other. <laughs> you know what? A casual uh, drive by does not mean anything. So I say, you know what? If y'all want to keep smashing, go on. Why, why do we care? Yeah, I think that's great. Let me. I will look up how old Toby McGuire is. Let okay, me, give me a second. I'm gonna say forty two. I think it's because. Ashton just had the other baby or is about to. And named the baby something that's similar to Demi for short. Really? He named the, they named the baby some Demi something. Demi. Oh, Dimitri. Oh, Dimitri. Yeah, oh. which is a Russian name. And then I didn't for even short, put that together. Oh my short god. Short could be Demi. Oh, I think they'll call him Mitri. Toby Maguire is 41. I, <gasps> I was so close, you guys. 42. Is she Demi Moore age? Because she was in her 40s when they got married back mm. in like well, she's like 63. No, no. she's like 54. Demi's 54. Demi's been a ghost 54. This whole time. Damn, I'm like psychic. I know. That's not psychic. I have no life. I just research people's ages. Yeah. Well, like Jesse researching people's but net I, worth. <laughs> oh, that was oh, that was amazing. But uh, yeah, so I think that's fine. I mean, good for. Oh yeah. See, fuck. I should have just read the fucking article. It says Debbie Moore is 13 years older than Toby. But damn, she's which been is dating, fine. I think they little boys all her life. I think that's great. I think that. I think though, after 35, it doesn't matter the age difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she started dating she Ashton looks, when he was 25. She so looks literally crazy in this picture. Though. I mean, she is crazy. Remember? Remember I, that I, she? I have no idea. Remember she got she uh, kicked off her show. That she was signed on for. I forgot we reported it. Why she got kicked up? But then they were like, you know what? We're happy. We don't have her anymore. Was it Cougar Town? No, because that was like ten years ago. Was it? Dirt? It was something recently. Uh, it was Courtney Cox. No, no, it was something recently where like she had signed up for I a role. She got a role. Okay. And then I don't remember we reported it, but I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But she complained about something, and so then they went with someone else and we're like oh this other person's a better TV actress anyway so okay. I was like was it because someone drowned in her pool didn't that happen <laughs> oh my god too? yeah that happened 
That's so sad. Now there, <laughs> it, took it there. It was rumored that they were dating back in 2002 before she got with Ashton Kutcher. So <gasps> this might be. Oh, this is so cute. This is like no. This is like a love story. They were like, oh, we were about to do it, but then I chose Ashton yeah. over you because he got he was on Punked and he was bigger than you. Star cross. Yeah. And so she, so she might just be revisiting it. This might be a bridges of, of Can- bridges of Madison County moment. <laughs> I don't think that's a right in any context. Like, <laughs> but yeah, uh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it sounds right. Maybe I, I think this is so romantic. Honestly, I don't even care if they're just having casual sex. I don't even <laughs> think they need a label. Well, I just think it's romantic that they found their way back to each other yeah. and that he left his wife for her. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, I, I really whatever makes them happy. I think. They should do whatever they want. Demi, you have my uh, yeah. Demi, do whoever you, you want. We don't care. Things. I think that I think that's a great couple. I'm still holding out for Demi to get back with Bruce Willis. I think that's the hottest couple. <laughs> it was, but you know what? They just couldn't last. You know they what? Just couldn't but, last. They're friends. but they're older now, so maybe they can get make. Maybe when they're both like seventy, they'll get back together. Now I promise, and you have to promise that you won't let this happen. You won't let me and Julian argue. For thirty or forty minutes, like we did last time, I brought this person up. But fifth, fifth harmonies, Lauren Haraguay, she got busted at the airport because she had marijuana on her. That's okay. Some people know, need it. But Some we're not gonna talk. You know about okay. fifth harmony? No. Okay. Well, we're not gonna get into it. You can listen to an old episode. Uh, last time I brought this up, this person up, we debated for about like an impromptu debate for thirty-five minutes. How do you guys know enough about this person? To well, he doesn't know anything about fifth harmony. Ah! Everybody calm down. Please. I watched it. I we we both watched them. They were on the show called The X Factor. And I've seen them live wow. twice. It doesn't matter. Does so not I've seen matter. them in person that I, means. What does, I don't care. I felt their aura but and we their both, energy. We both followed them from their journey on the X Factor as solo artists to getting put on a team in the X Factor and getting run. American. Up. Yeah. Okay. And so they basically wanted to do a, a female version of One Direction. Sure. And so now they're promoting them. They're being very big. Now Some we, of us bought their music. Yeah. Uh, Two albums plus the EP. So ranking, we always rank them, and Lauren's always number second one. or in the middle. No, I would and say God. this. No. I'm just going to say this really quick, and then I'll end okay. it. Number one is going to be... No, it's going to be a tie no, between no, Lauren, no. Normani, <laughs> Allie, and Dinah Jane. And then number seven will be the hoe, Camila. <laughs> number seven. It goes Camila's number one. No, she's we're not getting into this. Broke up, said. Please. You said she's, we're not getting okay, into okay, this. Okay, okay. Camila's number one. And Julian's upset because Lauren will, and this is a horrible picture of her, by the way. Lauren will always be number two and Camila Shadow. Camila is already a solo artist still being on this team. So she's... A, she doesn't need him. No, Lauren will and always... they don't need her. Lauren, this is why Lauren's acting out, because she can't get by on her talent. You know what? We <laughs> can just end this podcast right here. The door is right over there. <laughs> so Lauren will always be in this... Okay, but anyway. This wasn't the story. TMZ says Report Lauren, the story, I'll like report this it. this band will stress me out if I... No, they're so... <laughs> Jesse's the only one that wants to put them against each other. To me, it's all four are tied in number one, and the Camila's last because Camila, <laughs> what did when Normani, oh. when Normani I'm the not, black one, you don't have to be angry with me. when Normani the black anything. one called Camila Quirky, Camila's <laughs> fans went on a racist tangent and attack against Normani, and instead and of standing up for her time. sister, she said, <laughs> let's promote peace and love. She never even said, not, she never said, my okay. fans, do not attack my sister, Normani. <laughs> she didn't use Normani's name by her name, and so in my mind, she's also a racist, and she said for her <laughs> sister and i loved all five of them equally until that moment i loved all five of them equally until that moment no okay i was gonna say i was saying and uh, the minute you 
audition up for your sister, Normani. Does she have a publicist that's telling her what she needs to say? It doesn't matter. Because the minute oh, no. the minute your sister I gets attacked, the minute your sister gets attacked, you that's the minute that Normani, not, not that's the minute that Camila right. became garbage like she is. She's a dumpster garbage, dirty girl. <laughs> and the rest are equally talented number she's one Simon and Camila's Cowell's number favorite. two she's Simon Cowell's favorite that's because okay. she sucked his dick <laughs> oh my god allegedly she was 15 bye you get out okay CMZ says <laughs> Lauren Haraguay the one we're talking about who Cuban. recently cut your mic who recently became, came out as bisexual All right. so she's trying to make her name out in the public any way she can because she can't go by on her talent so now she was busted at the uh, Dule Dule Dulles Dule Dules D-U-L-L-E-S airport Dulles airport in Washington D.C. Uh, law enforcement tells TMZ that Lauren was stopped by TSA and selected for a secondary search. Uh, and she was... Uh, mm, she had weed on her. Um, they said there was an arrest. Right. She wasn't arrested. She TMZ, was- TSA found a baggie of we- uh, weed in Lauren's carry-on luggage. TMZ reported... Carry-on, come on, I know, Lauren. I know, come on. TM- uh, TMZ originally reported that Lauren was arrested, but Fifth Harmony lawyer Dina LaPolte released a statement saying it wasn't true. She says Lauren Horaguay was not arrested and detained as reported, but simply given a citation for possession of marijuana and released on her own recognition. Recognizance. Recognizance. <laughs> you know law. Uh, she will address the matter appropriately through the legal system. This will not interfere with any future scheduled performances Well, because she missed their... She, like, sta- she missed their shows in Brazil it? because of this, so that's Uh-oh. why... Because she got detained and everyone else got on the flight. Oh. In my head, she just like had a toke up party with all of the TSA guys and they were like, chill, go. They should have, yeah, you know what? They should have stayed together. They should have said either we're all going on the airplane or none of us are going. Well, no, they had to be at the show, so. Mm-hmm. You know, they're um, better together, like their song says. Oh, that's what it says day. in the article. It says, what I really want to know is how the rest of Fifth Harmony responded to Lauren's weed bust. Did they all link arms in solidarity or not? They, obviously, they didn't. They were just like... Well, they had to. They had... I know. The thing, is, the thing is, when you sign on to do the tours, you already paid the fee, so they have to be there oh. to do the show. Camila was like, I'll so. sing a little lower. <laughs> no one will know the difference. I mean, I've seen them live. She's not the best. <laughs> You know what? I will say this on one last thing. I will just say for seeing them live you get five the second seconds. time. Okay. <laughs> Allie really sings better live than on the um on the recordings. So you know what? I think Allie might be the best Two. live performer. Come on, Allie. But one. she's always gonna be last. Because she's the shortest and oldest. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing that we could ever agree on is that Allie Allie's is always last. the last. No, okay. to me, last is Camila. Please stop. Get out of here. Um until she says. Until even now, it's been six months. She could still uh, say, you know what, to my fans, what you did six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, to my sister Normani was um, down and down dirty dog. Then um, I would be like, you know what, Camila, you're back tied to number one with all the girls. But until she did, until she acknowledges <laughs> her mistakes, they're not saying that for her sister Normani, who is the prettiest. Okay, Normani is so beautiful. Okay, <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Uh, <laughs> it's it's okay. Ding ding ding! In one corner we have Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite comedians. I love Kathy. You guys, on my yeah. 21st birthday, I went and saw her perform. Oh my God, I love okay. her. And, 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 and I got my book signed by her when I was like 18, 17, 18 at some bookstore in Pasadena. And she almost recorded my voicemail on my, voicemail on my phone, but then her little security guards are like, oh no, Miss Kathy can't do that. And they yanked me away. So in one corner, there's Kathy Griffin. And the other corner, it's Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. In November, Kathy released... Her latest book, Kathy Griffin's Celebrity Run-Ins. Which we talked about, because remember, she talks about her running with 
Woody Allen, yeah. you know, acclaimed a rapist. Or and in a not-so-blind item, uh, she revealed about a certain blonde TV host with an almost robotic sense of uh, niceness who was secretly a real asshole. So now, she basically... I see this coming. Yeah. She basically called mm. Ellen out as being very mean behind the scenes, which I can back up because yeah. I've heard the same thing. I mean, and Ellen has me. mean eyes. I would just be Griffin, honest. I think Kathy Griffin is... She I think comes she's off a sharpshooter. She comes off as mean or whatever, but that's just her... Perso- that's her shtick. That's just her shtick. Yeah. I think she's a very nice person behind closed doors. Yeah. Ellen, I think, is the opposite. I feel like Ellen will cut a bit. No, I feel like Ellen's just so famous now that mm. like she. I think Ellen keeps Portia in a cage. She's trying to be like you know? she's trying to be safe or whatever, and so she doesn't like get fired. Yeah, um, or or just like so that people don't take mm, stuff from her all mm, the time. You know. Mm. You know what? She has a lot to give. Let them her. take it. Yeah, I've always been Team Kathy. I remember it, it was a both. huge deal because Kathy Griffin was apparently banned from all talk shows. But Ellen had her on mm. once. And from all the award shows, unless she's nominated. Yeah. But Ellen had her on once, and it was like this huge thing because Kathy has never been on the Ellen show before. And they were they were civil. They were civil. You know what? I would love, sorry on a tangent to cut everyone off. I would love a new um, daytime talk show panel that would be Kathy Griffin, Wanda Sykes. She was going to be on The View. Wanda Sykes. um, Who else? Some other, maybe two more funny comedians. (laughs) (laughs) You know, All I, Poundstone. <laughs> I think about that episode of Kathy Griffin's uh, reality show where Life she's trying to change her or uh, train her dogs, mm-hmm. and she wears the dog costume. Oh, I yeah. think about that every day for no reason. She's such a pleasant, I think, person, and she's like down to earth. And I feel like Ellen is the complete opposite. You like Ellen DeGeneres? I love. Ellen. Well, I worked at Warner Brothers for okay. a summer on her show, kind oh. of. Can you get me hired, uh, <laughs> please? I mean, I didn't. I was an internship, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like with her. But everybody that I knew that knew her was going to her wedding. It was the weekend that she was getting married to Portia de Rossi. And they were just saying how wonderful both of them are. But I can imagine that she might have a bad day or whatever. And I also am just like, you know what? Women don't always have to be fucking nice. Yeah, exactly. But that's and you know what? I could tell, you know, I don't care if she's a nice woman or not, but I could tell she's probably not a nice woman because her talk show is only about YouTube and nice celebrities, <laughs> which to me aren't celebrities. So to me, you're already an evil person that you're promoting that when you really <laughs> should be promoting she, real celebrities. Like, I don't care it. about damn Daniel with the white slippers and I don't care about, you know, the little kids that can dance. I don't care. <laughs> I but Lauren, like, Jaraguay on this I know, I stop. I feel like her shtick is that she's like overly nice, and I just can't stand that. I can't stand like overly nice people mm-hmm. who have to let you know that yeah. they're nice. I'm like, show. Yeah. <gasps> Don't tell. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, because Oprah was giving me our free cards just because she because she wanted to and she could get that many. I'm so sad that that podcast was only three episodes. I know. There's a podcast again that we're promoting called uh, Making, Making Oprah. Oprah. It was a three part. It was a three part web series uh, yeah. podcast. Awesome. Oh my gosh, like the 80s, 90s, and it's it's 2000s. very 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 oh. good. Cannot wait. Yeah, I bet. To be honest, I really did think that Oprah bought all those cards, but it's, they just kept asking for the car company to keep giving them cars. Mm-hmm. And then Oprah like, has what? Come on, Oprah, you can buy. <laughs> A billion cars. Okay, we uh, foreshadowed this, but Flip or Flop, my second favorite <laughs> re- uh, renovation show behind, uh, what is it called? They're very similar. It's Flip or Flop. HGTV. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was the same. I thought the same family type. This one w- was Wait, a well, little more ethnic. The, like, breakdown of the second one, I can maybe tell you. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Uh, okay, sorry. Here we go. Okay. Uh, a fixer-upper. 
Oh, so there's yeah, a yeah. show called Fixer Upper we talked about a couple weeks ago with Chip and Joanna. They sell houses to couples and then flip them, renovate them for the couples. Uh, they went through like a messy thing where their pastor said gay people aren't whatever. Now there's an, uh, my second favorite. Well, uh, there's only two. So no, there's like the Property Brothers and shit oh, like that. Yeah, no, okay. thank you. My second. No, there is the only. The, like, the, the, and then there's the, the one. Where they're at the like the garage sales, and then they have to make new stuff. Oh, not, what is I mean, that? I don't know. Do you remember my the one that used to be it. with Niecy Nash? Where it was oh my god, Clean House. Yeah. Yeah. Clean House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. That's not a. <laughs> that was the best one. But I know it wasn't house flipping, but my second favorite is Flipper Flop. Okay. Now they buy houses independently by themselves and flip them and then sell them. Uh, and they for like foreclosure and they uh, they operate out of like the Orange County Mm -hmm. and so there's local and I love watching because I was like at first here's the thing they had like a huge arc because when they started off they were so bad at it and they were doing it the cheapest way and you could really tell now they're in season like eight and they've learned so much Mm -hmm. and so it's good like you were on this journey with them she had a baby in the first season now she's like seven years old they had a second baby which is like okay great they're you know really flourishing but now it's uh, reported that they are divorcing which is Upsetting. Do we have a strong opinion on it? I I do because it's alleged that she's dating someone that works on the show or something but like that. But here's what Ooh. happened. It came out that he was dating the nanny. Well, it, came out, it also came out that he had guns. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that he took he a looked, gun and ran to the woods and she had stop, to call the cops. Stop, stop, she called, stop, stop, stop. It's always been, here's my thing. It's always been Flip or Flop, these two, versus Fixer Upper, Chip and Joanna. And these guys were always the underdogs because they're such assholes, I feel like, in comparison to Chip and Joanna. Because like they you see more of them, like their yeah, true selves. Yeah, it's like this is the one, too, so, where the girl's purse got stolen. That's my favorite yeah, episode. They're so robotic, you know, and they're so calculated. Whereas okay. Chip and Joanna on Fixer Upper, they're like, they live in Texas. And you can see that they're really like loving, a loving family, and they're very much they're more very like Ellen. Yeah, they're more they're very they're much more we can tell it's real. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're much more down to earth. With this couple, it's like they're very like calculated and things like that. I always thought they were robots. But apparently, I guess robots can fall out of love too. Because you know what? The second baby sometimes does not hold the marriage together. I know, and that baby, that was, baby was probably a fat as fuck. Let that me baby tell was you, probably that is the fattest baby. I've they ever probably seen. had the baby to try to hold the marriage together, and it didn't work. You know, and now you have this poor life. That's completely true. It's really sad. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. But um, like that's the baby's legacy. This is splitting up the family. I don't. Yeah, it sucks. So terrible. Hey, guns. His no, <laughs> wait. This is my favorite story. Wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you. Let me tell you really quick. Because let me tell you. Okay, so he ran into the woods with a gun, and she called the cops. My husband has a gun, so they went and they got him with the gun. They returned him with the gun. Something about a gun. I don't remember. It's him running into the forest. <laughs> like, what gun. are you talking about? J- Julian has to say gun a hundred times, or else a curse won't get lifted. Every time, every, every time I say gun, speed this up. <laughs> Like you've seen those clips where it's like every time someone says something, it gets faster, it gets faster. (laughs) This is not okay. Anyways, uh, so Tarek, his name is Tarek. I thought it's Tarek. I know a Tarek. Tarek. That is Tarek. No, it's Tarek. He goes, I'm Tarek. Uh, Anyway, so he's dating the family's former nanny, 23 year old Alyssa Logan. He's trying to be Ben Affleck. That's just too predictable. He's trying. I know he's trying to be. He's like very. Yeah, but then she's dating someone that works on the show. I was going to say John and Kate. John and Kate plus eight. Yeah, but um, yeah, and then but she's also dating. She's dating um, one of the his brother. No. She's, she's dating, dating like, his dad. One of the problem that, would be, the, that dating, would be the best revenge story is she's dating his dad. Oh, 
<laughs> you are so stupid. She becomes his mother-in-law. Okay, so that, that's my HGTV drama. Listen, I loved both of these shows, Fixer Up or and Flip or Flop. I hope that if their marriage doesn't last, their it's not their business will. They showed a picture of them hugging, and they looked like they did not want to. You know, touch this each is what other. I want. This is what I want. I want them to be divorced and still working as a couple, because then you could. They see said the they are. Then you can see the different dynamics of how they work when they are not supposed to love each and other. It's like walk through the background. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and they could actually fight. You know, they can actually disagree on things and we can see where that yeah. goes. I think that's a much more interesting Because he mostly finds the properties and she's the one that decorates Yeah, them. she's the one that like and designs, designs like, them. We, we want the submarine tiles. She's like, we want the submarine tiles here. Take out the, the subway tiles. Submarine tiles. <laughs> <laughs> the tiles in the shape and color of submarines. <laughs> that would be hideous. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You know, I've only watched one episode when the person. I only watched one episode when the person got on. So I was close. Their thing is subway tiles yeah. and flipper flops or uh, 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 fixer upper things as they love shiplap, which I guess is like mm. a southern thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I know shiplap. That's where like, the lo- things overlap, right? No, it's just like wood. Uh, they're like, oh wow, J- chip. Let me see that shiplap. But they that's, call that's it wainscoting too. Yeah. Right? So fixer upper is still in the lead because they're still together. But they may or may not hate gay people. Who knows? So everyone is having a big controversy there's, over there's there. There's a HGTV. moment happening. Mind you, Mama June this week got her neck frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh. Moving on. That's it for me. Okay, so now we want to get into a quick segment called ASB TMZ. Allison Spence Brown's 30 Mile Zone. Because you guys, Allison has ran into every celebrity. So what I want you to do is just do rapid fire. Yeah. Just tell us who who the celebrity is, the story you behind it. Stop me if you want to know the story behind it. No, I want to know all the stories, okay. all the we'll celebrities, and all the stories, ones. and then okay. we'll stop you if we want to if we want to um, ask you questions. That's what he, she okay. just said. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Some of them are not that fun. So uh, Ryan Gosling, my first month in college, I went to see him put on a Halloween show mm. that my current boyfriend uh, was a circus performer and he was opening for Ryan Gosling's weird band. So I was there while they were uh, shutting down the whole, I don't know, Mm -hmm. the whole stage space and Ryan Gosling walks up to me like two feet from me and he said, hey, how are you doing? And I said, good, good. (laughs) And uh, he was like, Coming to the after party. <laughs> wow. <laughs> was this before or after Drive? This was. Was this before or after he was, was uh, impregna- impregnating Ava Mendes? No, before. This was okay. when he was single. This was 2009. 2009. Wow. Because Drive is really the the what I look at is this him was going like, from nobody to somebody. He was like in transition at this okay. point, <gasps> like hard wow, I, status. To me, sure. Drive was so 2011, so he wasn't as big. This but is so interesting still... to me because you were a teenager. So I he know was he really baiting you. I don't know. What was going John on? Mayer. He said, "This is what he said." He goes, "Yeah, you coming to the after party later?" I said, "Probably not." He goes, "Oh, you should. I'm DJ." <laughs> oh, girl, did you go? We went, but my oh, boyfriend great. was with me, and we just kind of like waved. And he was like, "Oh, hey." If he was a loving boyfriend, he would have let you do whatever Honestly, you wanted. Honestly, yeah, and it was a new relationship, so I think we were both just kind of like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, next one. Uh, Michael Keaton. <laughs> uh, I used to work at this really fancy. Do you hate him? I'm like, yes. Wait, he, Michael Keaton is Batman. Yeah, uh, and Birdman. And okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So yes, okay, okay. He is my dad's age, but mm-hmm. he came into the coffee shop I was working at mm-hmm. at the time. Which and is, the one of in yeah, in Silver Lake. A nice know. coffee shop. Super fancy, like you can't get a cup of coffee for under five dollars. Wow. Oh, their fruit, their fruit platter is so good though. It's really good. Everything's delicious, but it's like, why the hell would mm-hmm. you spend your money there? <laughs> Sorry, hi the mill. Um, 
but <laughs> Michael Keaton showed up and came. I was running the counter and like mm-hmm. baristaing. And he came up and ordered, and I brought him his latte. And then I came back to the counter. And about 10 minutes later, he came back up to the counter <laughs> and was like, okay, three things. Oh, no. Oh, he not goes, the list. <laughs> wait, he goes, three things. Um, can I get a spoon? Uh, you're really, really pretty. <gasps> and also, um, do you have honey packets? Wow. Wait, he <laughs> got game. Yeah, he really just fit that in game. there. <laughs> and I was just like... Uh, yeah, I have honey. And yes, yes, that yes. Was the end of the, that was the end of the interaction. Now, this would be the funniest thing if the reveal was this was a Starbucks in summer. <laughs> oh, man. It was... Well, that's it was a, you know that what? That's a, a very, very... You know, I'm going to use that one of these days because you don't have... They don't have to respond to you saying that they're pretty. Put it it's in the just, middle, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, can I get a spoon? You're very attractive. And can I get a honey packet? But and then it's up to you to decide what you want to respond with. I don't know what I said. Yeah. I think I was just like, did he just hit on me? Is that like... Michael yeah. Keaton, like, you are my new father figure because I'm going to use this. so much like my dad. <laughs> and that was part of just kind of being like, I yeah. don't think I could. That's it, so well, funny. You know, so... But I'm going to use that. out there, Michael... I'm going to use that. I feel touched. That's genius. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I'm like, you want me to keep going? Yes. I want everyone. Uh, well, at that coffee shop, I met a lot of people. I don't really have a ton of stories for mm-hmm. them besides... Name them. Okay. Well, just name them like, then. Like John Cho was in there all oh. the time. Kristen Wiig would only wear her sunglasses oh. when she was ordering oh. and would like kind of stand Very like Janice Dickinson of her at yeah. Starbucks. Uh, Elijah Wood would come oh, in wow. all the time. Could you, could you see him b- b- below the counter? It was like, so I didn't short. see him come in. I wouldn't notice when he came in. She didn't see him come in, but she saw him leave. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, what's everybody staring at? Uh, that tiny man. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julian just looked under my chair. That, that was, I was the like, what visual joke for the radio. <laughs> um, Cameron Diaz and her. Oh, one, oh, one of the or post Benji. Uh, or current, whatever the other one. Right? Her yeah. husband. Yeah, yeah, they would come in and they would sit on their phones and not look at each other. Wow, uh, true love. I know, like a real couple. Uh, ben from Felicity was one of my regulars, and I Ooh. loved Felicity growing okay. up. His name's Scott something. Okay. Um, a lot more. I couldn't remember. Some people from Bones. I don't know their oh. names, but I was <laughs> like, so you're funny. on Bones. Uh, <sighs> let's see. Let's see. Sam Rockwell would come to shows at my school a lot. Uh, Alexis Bledel. I was on a Ooh. show with her once. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah, we... Um, Were you the stepsister? <laughs> in that movie? No, just of her. Stepsister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a stepsister. Well, she was on a show that ran for like half a season with Josh Ritter, uh, John Ritter's son. Yeah. And I had like one line on the show, but... So you worked with her twice? Just that one time. Oh, I think you said that you were on did something else with her too. No, just this one time. Oh. And our chairs were next to each other <gasps> and our scene Ooh. was together. And so I loved Gilmore Girls growing up. It was mm. like my all-time fave. And so I was freaking out and she was more nervous to talk to me than i was to her really? she was she was very shy she was like so do you have any thanksgiving plans ah. and she was so nice that was my takeaway was that she seemed tired but nice. ah, that's uh, great. so she wasn't ellen <laughs> <laughs> no and then josh ritter was just like going around doing like Pratt falls mm-hmm. and like oh my com- God. he was being his dad ridiculous um, but so nice <laughs> yeah um Alden Earnwright the guy that's gonna be in the new Star Wars movie went oh. to school with him say one more time Alden Earnwright is it, is Alden 
earn right. Isn't that how you say his last name? I don't name? know. It sounds, I keep hearing like a tongue twister when you say <laughs> something. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying I went to school with him and he's going to be in the new. <gasps> wow. Uh, I know someone in the new Star Wars you too. Ooh. Kelly Marie Tran. Oh, that, that Asian girl? Mm-hmm. I don't know her. She was, I met her in a commercial class and then she started doing UCB, yeah, UCB. and now she's in Star Wars. Well, I heard Whoa. it wasn't that good. No, the new one. The, no, the, the, one, the one for 2017. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've never seen a Star Wars flick and I never will. I have I'm not really. I don't like... <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. Let's si- just I don't rip it apart. I don't like sci-fi. Too. To be honest, I don't like anything I don't that like can't be explained. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm the same way. If I can't justify it happening in real life, I, I'm not watching Julian, it. Julian, this is so funny. I'm the same exact way. I don't way. like them. And I remember my friend was like, "Well, did you like Gravity?" And I was like, "Yes, Gravity was a drama. It wasn't anything yeah. to do with sci-fi. It was a woman in space trying to survive." Yeah, yeah. that's why I like that. And I like the and one way. It could happen. Uh, yes, the exactly. One. Oh my god. Stakes are real. Yeah, you know? we're gonna start a new podcast. Or even I could even I could even justify the one with Matthew McConaughey. Hey, where yeah, because that's a realistic oh, thing yeah, that could yeah. happen. Yeah, and like kind of not really, you can't really go through, but oh like you kind of could, like because there is. But but like, arrival, like, arrival, no, I no, thank you. Which one was arrival? The one with Amy Adams that you saw that we saw each other. Oh, okay. arrival was garbage. Like I mean, it. a pit, a pit of fire. I, I didn't know what it was going into it, and I was pissed because uh. it was so boring. They could have made it a, a, a seventeen-minute short film. It could have been. It been a TED talk, really? Yeah, it felt like a seventeen-minute <laughs> TED talk. My God, uh, it was so long. I mean, just the best. It's uh, two hours of listening to her breathe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have to watch it. Go watch it. Go watch. I mean, she'll get a, she'll get an Oscar for it, but I'm, oh, probably white Oscar privilege. It, <laughs> Guys, I'm on the SAG nominating committee this year, so Ooh. if there are any people that you're like, this is a good one, let me know. Let me think. Uh, oh, I mean, Janelle Monae. <laughs> Wait, Moonlight. I said called? Janelle Monet. Yeah, from but Moonlight. Moonrise or Moonlight? What's it yeah, called? Moonlight. We can talk about it. I love you guys. Need to give Janelle an Oscar okay. win, okay? I did not know it was her. First of all, so beautiful. Oh my God, so beautiful. Okay. First of all. <laughs> Second, her performance. Oh my God. So yeah, I need to give that little kid an award too because they he learned how to swim in that scene. Oh my God. Julian's crying again. I know. Okay. <laughs> Who else? Any other? Uh, big big celebrity. Speaking of sci-fi, uh, I got, <laughs> this is the stupidest story in the world. <laughs> I uh, got flown out from New York to audition for a sci-fi improv show. Oh my god! That Nick Cannon was putting together. <gasps> oh, did wow, you meet him? So I did improv for Nick Cannon mm. for like three days straight, and he it was r- like the week he had announced that he and Mariah were. Oh, divorcing. he was in bad shape. Oh. Probably. So we came in. And he was like slumped on the table with his hood up. And I was like, is that him? Is it not? And then he just like didn't want to be there the whole time. And then every once in a while, he'd stand up to explain what we were going to do and have like 10 million pounds Mm -hmm. of energy going. And then he would sit back down and be. And he'd be like, okay, so now next short form game is this. And it's going to be all about Star Wars. And we're like, what? How? how?" And he's like, well, I've never seen it. But. Uh, Oh, he's one of us. He's one of us. I was like, why are we doing this show? And then I never heard about it again. Because it didn't get picked up. Me neither. No, exactly. But they had the money to fly a bunch of us, like, comedians out to, like, I was like, this is the weirdest. You know what? Nick was was reaching. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. They're like, we had to cheer Nick up. Yeah, Yeah, let's give him another um, short form show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys will like this one Tyra Banks. Uh, Do not say that you worked on her show, The Tyra Show. No, (laughs) I did work for the company that put on The Tyra Show. So when I went to NYU or to visit NYU my senior year of high school, 
uh, for like orientation stuff. My boss hooked me up with like VIP tickets to oh her my show, God. and it was right after the inauguration, <clears throat> the, uh, when Obama's first wow. inauguration. So we all had to come in ball gowns oh. for the audience. And wait, senior year of high school. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, wait, you weren't. This was two thousand. Yeah, this was two thousand nine, right after he oh, was yeah, inaugurated. Okay. Uh, and. I remember she was like a crazy person on the show. Of course. Going freaking nuts the whole time. And then the cameras turned off and we had a conversation because I was, I don't know. I don't know how I got there, but Just it was Just you awesome. and Tyra or the uh, class like and Tyra? Like a couple other people were around. But wow. I was talking to her and like asked her a question about something. Mm-hmm. And she gave me like, I wish I remembered, but I think I was just so floored. She mm-hmm. gave me like the most heartfelt, like oh. vulnerable, connected answer See. about. And that's when you became a, biz- a businesswoman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ellen would never do yeah. that. Ellen I would mean, walk away. I don't know. I, but I've always loved Tyra Banks, but it made me just like, like, like her oh my God, yeah. she's a dream. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. I remember, I that. that reminds me, I was, I think I might have told you this. I was doing background for Jimmy Kimmel and Queen Latifah was there. Ooh. And I fucking love Queen Latifah. And I remember right before she rapped, she was saying goodbye to all the extras. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get my chance. I'm going to get my chance. I'm going to get my chance. She said goodbye to a girl. And then a few other people. And then right before she said bye to me, the girl came <gasps> and she blocked my goodbye. No! And she went, excuse me, Miss Latifah. I love the Dana Owens album. I think you're such a great musician. Da, 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 da. And by that point, I'm sure Queen Latifah was like, whatever, bitch. Bye. Thank you. And then she just left without saying uh, goodbye. Like, Jesse's had it up to here. I, oh. That's not a Queen Latifah reference. <laughs> what? That's a Queen Latifah reference. Is it? You know, Latifah's had it up to here. I was so... <laughs> Upset, yeah, but it was so close to it. I know, so close, yeah, so far because I was anticipating it, and then it didn't happen. But it was getting filmed at um, and then it got a Johnny Rocket. So it was getting filmed at a Johnny Rocket, and they brought us all free lunch. So it was very happy. It was a win. You won. (laughs) You won. Oh wait, guys, I just remembered that in that sci-fi weird shit Mm -hmm. that I was talking about, Aquafina was in my (gasps) group. Bye. I was was like, I know her. And now look at her. And now I think she got the sci-fi thing that none of us have heard about. And then she got Ocean's Eight. Maybe you can be Ocean's Nine. You know, you better ask Aqua to help you get. Be like, hey, you know how we talked about playing music together in New York, and then I didn't follow through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kicking myself now. Well, let's move on to our last segment, you guys. This is too extra or just enough. Uh, so Julian's going to give out some uh, stories, and we're going to decide whether they're too extra, which means it's too much. We don't want to hear about it anymore. It's annoying. Or if it's just enough, and it's like, oh, I can listen to that a little bit longer. Okay. Go. Okay. So someone impersonated Michael Vartan after Alan Thicke's death for the publicity. Okay, as the world mourned the death of TV legend Alan Thicke this week, one street artist used the opportunity to promote himself at the expense of alias actor Michael Vartan. Thicke died of a heart attack on Tuesday after playing ice hockey with his son at Pickwick Ice in Burbank, California. Apparently, Vartan was also playing at the same rink that day, but never spoke to the Thicks. However, multiple outlets reported on Wednesday that Vartan and Thicke chatted on the ice about their shared appreciation appreciation for a certain street artist minutes before his heart attack. Thick was reportedly taken with the artist's work and wanted to commission a piece. That conversation never actually took place, though. To drum up publicity, the unnamed street artist impersonated Vartan in conversations with TMZ and the Daily News. The news, um, the story then made its way to other sites. Evidently, the man had a phone number that used to belong to Vartan, which is why people were calling the number. 
and they were reaching out to ask questions regarding Thick, and that's when he fabricated the story about them as as like loving his w- work. Oh my god, this is neither. <laughs> this <laughs> is neither. Like, this uh, is neither too extra nor just. I mean, enough. this is too extra <laughs> that he would impersonate a different actor just to promote yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's something I would do, but it's something I would do over a tragedy. Like, yeah, that man died, but he was just, re- we were just really loving, you know, this artist's work. <laughs> I guess if I had to decide, this would be two extra. Yeah, sure. yeah. Really? But like, again, you're death- too extra for bringing this fucking <laughs> news story to the table. Well, Steve Harvey is back, y'all, and going <laughs> to once again host Miss U- Universe 2016. This comes after just his enough. major slip Just up. enough. <laughs> just enough. <laughs> This comes after his major slip up at the 2000 um, or the 2015 pageant when he announced the wrong winner. If you'll recall, during the Miss Universe 2015 pageant in Las Vegas, Harvey incorrectly announced Miss Columbia Ariadna Gutierrez as the winner, where she received the crown, the sash, and flowers, and waved to the crowd before Harvey realized his error and interrupted the celebration. "Quote: I have to apologize. The first runner-up is Columbia," he said. "Let me just take control of this. This is exactly." Um, What's on the card? The winner was actually Miss Philippines Pia Wurstbach. Mm-hmm. I will take responsibility for this. It was my mistake, horrible mistake, mm-hmm. he told the crowd. Do you think this is too extra or does he deserve a second chance? He deserves a second he chance. He I did love that he owned it. <laughs> he did the complete right thing by he saying did. it was my fault, it was my mistake. Let me do it again. You know, I, I, hope he, I think he gave her so I do much think money. this is just enough. I think that, that he should host it again, but I also do think that I hope he makes a mistake again. This I year. know. I feel like it'll bring so much publicity. I've never heard about this fucking thing before at yeah. all until he made a mistake. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like he's going to bring a lot of viewership to this. So I feel like they're doing the absolute right thing. Yeah. And they're probably going to have so many bits around it. Plus all the memes that are going to come out before to promote it. Yeah. I mean, Steve Harvey's like funny. He's great. He's a a perfect, almost perfect person. Yeah. His face is. If you just Google Steve Harvey surprised, Mm -hmm. you'll be really happy that you did. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you have before. I have, yeah. I think. I'm uh, sure I am. Vanessa posted something Mm -hmm. else. Well, Elle Fanning attended Beyonce's show at Dodger Stadium in September, but it wasn't Queen Bay who uh, caught her attention. She and her friend went to get Dodger Dogs because she was like, I had to get Dodger Dogs. And when they returned to their seats, they recognized an older man with a beard and a hat sitting in their row. Quote, I was like, you have to sit next to the dad that's bringing his daughter to the Beyonce concert. And then he looked up and it was Channing Tatum. I was so jealous. I was like, move, move. Tatum was joined by his wife, Jenna. Um... Um, Tatum, doing Tatum uh, for the big night. Fanning wanted to play it cool, so she didn't ask for a photo. Quote, we talked to him for a little bit. We were watching Beyonce, but we were also watching him, Magic Mike. I tried to get a photo, but didn't ask. Wanted to play it cool. So we asked the person next to us to take a photo of us, but with Channing in the background. Now, to me, this is too extra because, Al, you're more famous than Channing Tatum. I'm like, why I, do you care about Channing? Julian, I thought you were going to say that she was just so stricken with this Dodger dog. <laughs> <laughs> and she just wanted to talk about the Dodger dog. She wished the scene <laughs> was open so she could put more Dodger dogs she just, next she, to her. She was like, I'm going to come back here more often for this Dodger dog. No, but in the interview, she was like really like she had to make it clear like we were at the Dodger Stadium, so we had to get the Dodger dogs. <laughs> it makes me relatable that I yeah, process me. So yeah. funny. Well, she's only eighteen, that's but to um, me, this is too extra. Like it's Channing Tatum; he's nobody. Al Fanning, you're Al no, fucking Fanning. You're 
wrong. Let's compare to Al Fanning. Who the fuck Child. is that bitch? Al Fanning has been in probably she was on hundred movies. Is, probably hundred movies. She has not been in hundred movies. Look at her Wikipedia. Famous. She's famous because her sister's. But famous. she's also more talented than her sister. Yeah, no shade. And she's also a beautiful model. And. Uh, I'm not saying I hate If her. I was at Dodger Stadium, saying, I would not recognize Elle Fanning. I would, I would recognize, recognize Channing, Channing Tatum. I would recognize and his wife, oddly enough, who yeah. is not that famous. Yeah. But she's beautiful, too. Yeah. Okay, well. Okay, well, I guess I'm the only thing that's too extra. Whatever. <laughs> In a post to Snapchat on Monday, Bella Hadid claimed that she eats grilled cheese with fries and ketchup every single day, which pretty much sounds like a complete lie to me. Too extra. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a lie. Yeah, I, okay. I feel like... <laughs> I mean, me too. <laughs> yeah, me three. I wish. Does I could she eat, feel bad? About I wish it, I could though? eat a grilled cheese and fries and ketchup every day and look I like her. I feel like what's Yolanda Foster would not let that happen. Yolanda Hadid yeah. would not let that happen. Yolanda makes her eat only She's lemon. Because <laughs> her whole thing in the housewife. Like I don't know. She just eats lemons. <laughs> She's like lemons are the source of life. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel. Like well, her and her sister always claim that they eat all of this food. It's like. You maybe. might, we, but we know Bella has a lot of surgery, so maybe she does eat grilled cheese every day and just gets I it liposuctioned yeah. out. I mean, I feel uh, grilled cheeses are kind of gross, to be honest. I, I love a grilled cheese. I wouldn't want to eat a tomato soup. I wouldn't want to eat. You're not every day, but like once cheese. a week. I would eat like a hamburger every day. Yeah, I would eat a turkey burger. But, she's, but they're all very young, so I feel like their metabolism. Like my is sister still is like five ten and weighs a hundred pounds and mm-hmm. could get away with that. Yeah, and it's just because she got that weird wonky. Who said this, Gigi? Bella. Bella. Well, Bella, wait until how old is she? Bella's like twenty. Uh, well, yeah, wait, wait until, until you hit, hit like 25, 25, 25. 20, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that she might eat like this, but the thing is that she does kill her surgery because we've seen the before and after. Okay, so maybe uh, she. Yeah, I, 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 I know you're the only. She one. She looks like a different woman. Now, okay. If you Google it. before and oh, after, there's so it's much recognizable. happening. Yeah. No, the face. She's had the whole face redone. Kind of like hush hush, and now it's just like everybody knows. Well, she won't admit to it, but she said her whole face worked. Her and Kylie is. Arguing. Okay. Well, Nikki Blonsky will never let you forget that she was in the film adaptation of Hairspray, whether (laughs) that involves tweeting celebrities and reminding them that she was in the film or her um, constant throwbacks on Instagram to that one time she made a movie with some really famous people. So first, I just want to do a quick throwback to some of her tweets, which are my my favorite. (laughs) At the real JLH, who I don't know who that is. Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) Hey, hey, it's Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. I love all your work, but wow, Ghost Whisper is amazing and amazingly addictive. LOL. At um, Rita Wilson. Hey, it's Nikki Blonsky from Hairspray. You were amazing tonight on Line Order SVU. I'm dying to be on that show. You rocked it. <laughs> oh, no. This is like the worst of the worst of like networkers on Facebook. <laughs> so where they're like, John Stamos, it's Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. How are you, handsome? I miss seeing you around XOXO. <laughs> So wait, that's that's, that's like a, that's from yeah. like that's from between um, 2011 and 2014. But now the so thing like was reaching out to Jennifer Love. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, like last week or two weeks ago, Hairspray Live aired, yeah. and um, it featured um, a cameo from former Tracy's Ricky Lake, who was in the original Hairspray movie, mm-hmm. and Marissa Jarrett Winokur, who was the original Tracy on Broadway. Uh-huh. And Blonsky was noticeably absent, you guys. Oh. But that didn't stop her from posting about it on Instagram with of a caption course. that says, Congrats from myself and the rest of the Hairspray movie cast. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> to me, this is too extra. To like, be honest, I would do the same thing. <laughs> 
it's like you can't let go at yeah. a certain point, right? You, just you know what, Nikki? What up. you should do if you really want to be back in the news, lose a bunch of weight, uh, yeah, and come or back, gain a bunch, or of weight. gain a bunch of weight, or something. You know, do something with your weight. <laughs> Write your own movie. Yeah, do like a fringe, a fringe. It's like we're showcase. talking to our friends right now. <laughs> we're like not doing anything. It's like just work on yourself. You know, maybe write roles for yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like, the roles aren't there. I love I love Nikki Blonsky always and forever because of her tweeting at people reminding that she was in hairspray. You know what? She had a dream and aspiration to get out of the barber salon or the hair salon. Remember, or she was working at a hair salon after hairspray. Mm-hmm. Is that what was happening? Or before something? I don't they, or they found her at a hair salon. <laughs> Who cares? This has been the extra extra podcast. <laughs> Well, Julian, no one can hear anyone over Julian. (laughs) (laughs) What? No one can hear anyone over Julian. Uh, Whatever. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on, Allison. Thank you so much. Do you have anything to plug or promote? Do I have anything to promote? Um, Not not until after Christmas. Okay, well, is there uh, anywhere people can find you on social media if they want to keep in touch with you, check out what you're doing? Sure. On Instagram, Allison Spence Brown on Instagram. With two L's, right? Two L's and an I. I'm trying to think. We I also host a show every Monday at the clubhouse called Purgatory from 8.30 to 11, which is free with free beer. So get there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have a bunch of other improv stuff coming up in the new year. but Check her out on Instagram. She'll promote. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, yeah. Mostly dog <laughs> pictures, though, so I hope you're chill with mm-hmm. that. And before we end, we like to have our guests give a word of advice to our listeners, something they can take with them, <sighs> you know, until they come back next week. What is that? Uh, my advice, let's see if I have any good advice. I can tell you what my grandma always told me, which I don't know what it means, but maybe one of you does. Don't take no wooden nickels. Great. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure that out and let you know. We'll get back to you next week. Bye. Bye.